Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the voice of grace. The city of transformation. A place where we are helping people discover and fulfill their God-given destiny. A place where we encourage people to love God people to follow God, people to serve God, people to live for God. We encourage people to walk with God. We encourage people to listen to God. We encourage people to plug into God. Everything that the society has to offer you, it's just for a moment. But God will offer you eternal life, life more abundantly as compared to society when you can no longer produce for society, they will daze you, they will desert you. Society will turn their backs on you. But God will never turn his back on you. You see, when you are in a spotlight, Society will love you. Society will use you, abuse you, take advantage of you. But even when you are no longer in a spotlight, society will forget you. But God will never forget you. So we encourage people to walk with God, to live with God. We encourage people, no matter where you are, no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, your story can change if you would just turn to God and not run from God. Society has nothing good to offer you, has nothing eternal to offer you. Whenever society gives you something, they'll get they will get from you hundreds and thousands from you. But my God is different. As we continue our devotion this morning, from the book of Mark, chapter 14, I want us to read this morning, verses 43 to 52. 
of the book of Mark, chapter 14. Mark, the 14th chapter, verses 43 to 52. I am reading from the New King James Version. Mine will be different from yours. And it reads, And immediately, while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, with a great multitude with swords and clubs, came from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. Now his betrayer had given them a signal, saying, Whomever I kiss, he is the one, seized him and lead him away safely. As soon as he had come immediately, he went up to him and said to him, Rabbi, Rabbi, and kissed him. And then they laid their hands on him and took him. And one of those who stood by drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Have you come out against, have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs? to take me I was daily with you in the temple teaching and you did not cease to me but the scriptures must be fulfilled then they all forsook him and fled now a certain young man followed him having a linen cloth thrown around his naked body and the young men the young men laid hold of him and he left the linen cloth a cloth and fled with them naked what a word this week we have spoken to us about the betrayal of man. The betrayal of man from verses 1 to 11 of Mark chapter 14. On Tuesday, we also spoke to you about the Passover lamb, which is also from verses 12 to 26. Yesterday, we also spoke with you about rise up and pray rise up and pray for temptation is at your door and we came from verses 27 to 42 this morning allow me to share with you briefly about a betrayal kiss this is a betrayal kiss. How sad it is. 
that the one you work with, the one you put into ministry, the one you taught, the one you spend your time, your life with, is about to betray you with a kiss. The one you pour out your entire life into them is about to betray you with a kiss. The one you sacrifice everything for is about to kiss you with a betrayal kiss. The one you fed, the one you walk with, work with in ministry, the ones you help along the way, maybe took your clothes off your back and put it on them, is about to betray you with a kiss. Maybe the ones you consider to be your brother. As you told them everything about you. You confided in him or in them. Everything. He or she is about to betray you with a kiss. In such a case, what do you do? The Bible says after Jesus and his disciples have gone to Gethsemane to pray and they all were falling asleep. And he prayed, told him to wake up and, and rise up and pray for temptation is coming. Last thing he said in verse 42 was rise. Let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Jesus knew this time has come for his betrayal to betray him. So he told his disciples, rise up, let's go. And the Bible says immediately while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, shows up. They have made the arrangement that he would give a signal to those who have come to arrest him and to take him away. You see, a warrant have already been sent out for Jesus. The police, I will call them, their soldiers, they have come fully geared up to arrest Jesus. And as they come, 
Judas, knowing him and knowing where he would be, because he's been with him. He's been with him. He knows everything and every move about Jesus. He knows that Jesus also looks like some of the disciples. And so he told them, I will kiss him. That's the signal. What a betrayal kiss. What would you do if you knew the one who is about to betray you came to kiss you? What would you do? What would you do if you knew your betrayer and your betrayer came to give you a hug? What would you do? What would you do if you knew your betrayer has come to have fellowship with you? What would you do? What would you do if your betrayer was sitting at the same table with you for dinner, for lunch, for supper, or breakfast? What would you do? What would you do if you knew your betrayer and your betrayer is with you in ministry, in the same church, in the same home? What will you do? What will you do if you knew? What will you do? The Bible says here that he came and said to him, Rabbi, Rabbi. And he kissed him. He came to him and said, teacher, teacher, and kissed him. What will you do? Servants of God, what will you do? I, the betrayer said, I recognize you as a rabbi, but I've already betrayed you. I recognize you as my teacher. But I've already betrayed the teacher with a kiss. What will you do? What will you do? The Bible said, then they laid their hands on him and took him away. And one of those who stood by, the book of John says, this was the beloved. Some say this was Peter. But in the book of Luke, it tells us that when the disciple struck and cut out the servant of the high priest, ear, Jesus, being so merciful, being so gracious, took servant ear and put it back and healed him. A man with no evil in his bone 
was betrayed by the same people he helped, by the same people he fed, by the same people he came to liberate, by the same people he came to set free. What would you do if you knew your betrayer and your betrayer came and gave you a kiss? He praised you and gave you a kiss of betrayal. What would you do? The Bible says, Jesus asked him the question, Why have you come to arrest me like a robber with swords and with clubs, with all your ammunitions, with all your weapons? Why? I've been with you in the temple teaching. You had opportunity to arrest me, but you didn't. But Jesus said for the scripture to be fulfilled, for the scriptures to be fulfilled, have to be arrested this way, taken away this way, being betrayed, betrayed this way. For the scriptures, it must be fulfilled. And mind you, mind you, he did not hold anything against anyone. No, because the ones who came to arrest him, one of them was hurt and he healed. And it reminds me of what Jesus said, do good to those who hurt you, those who persecute you. For vengeance is his. He didn't have anything against them. He said the scripture must be fulfilled. Last but not the least, did you notice? The Bible said in verse 50, then they all forsook him and fled. These are the people who earlier said, if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. Remember when Jesus said to them that the shepherd will be struck and the sheep were scattered and they all were saying, no, we're not going anywhere. We'll be right here with you. Those who said those same identical words when Jesus got arrested, they all forsook him and fled. They fled, they ran. They betrayed him too by running away from him and leaving him. What will you do? In the midst of your storm, those who said we're going to be with you, they fled and they left you. What will you do? In the midst of your valley, they left you. In the midst of trouble, they left you. Those who said they were your friends, they just ran from you 
when trouble hits, when the storms hit, they'll just left you. And the Bible says in verses 51 to 52, this young man, whose name is not mentioned, traditions and, and, and history tradition says that this was John Mark. Some say this was Mark, who is the writer of the book of Mark. But the thing about it is that he had a linen cloth around him. And they wanted to arrest him too. So he fled and left the clothes or the linen cloth in the hands of the soldiers, in the hands of the servants, in the hands of those who came to arrest Jesus. And he fled from them naked. It doesn't mean he was completely naked. He had undergarment on. But he fled and left his linen in the hands of those who came to arrest Jesus. They all fled. They all ran. They all deserted him. They all left him. And now Jesus is all by himself. Even those who just said, if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. They all fled. They all denied him that moment. What will you do if your betrayal came To betray you with a kiss. I pray that you meditate on these words. Today. And that God will speak to your spirit. Because if Jesus was betrayed. Some way, somehow. You will also experience. Some betrayal. But how do you handle it? And how do you deal with it? Ask God for wisdom, for strength. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you.